0: Well, good morning again, everybody. Good to see everyone. Thank you for being here. Uh, I love that last song we sang because it's a very, very true thing. It should be for all of us. In Christ alone, my hope is found. My faith is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Think about that during this next week. As a reminder, uh, the weather is going to be really, really bad and cold these next few days couple of things, Uh, the Metro Overflow Shelter, if you need it, on Brick Church Pike, is open. Plenty of beds there. Please don't try to tough it out if you are in any way exposed. And if you're going to be cold, you're afraid to be cold, we have a few things. We'll help if we can. Janet, right here, waving. She is the one in charge. Please wait for her, and we'll go back and see if we have something that might be able to help. So, please, please. Again, we're glad everybody's here. Uh, this morning, we're going to be looking at things Jesus did not say. Now, I'm really aware that Jesus didn't say the Gettysburg Address four score and seven years ago. You know, that's not the kind of thing we're going to be looking at. We're going to be looking at some kind of things of pop psychology, encouragements, things the world might say to us about how to feel better about yourself and things like that, and contrast them with the way jesus said things so people in the world are full of advice if you lived at all this last week and i suspect most of us did somebody probably tried to give you some advice we get told things all the time so this morning i want to look at five things five things we probably have all heard that jesus never said so look at some of those in the first place follow your heart let me see a raise of hands anybody ever heard someone say follow your heart come on now you might hear that sometimes as listen to your heart and i know that's going to put an earworm in your head from the song listen to your heart or whatever uh, but the point is it's it's a phrase that we hear it's something that we hear people say what they mean by this is that you should trust your emotions and intuition to guide you in the right direction <laughs> follow your heart Your heart says you should try to make a career out of gluing toothpicks together in various forms. Listen to your heart. Don't worry about whether it'll ever sell any. But listen to your heart. Follow your heart. Despite the fact that you appear to have made mistakes in the past, come on. So the advice often implies your heart knows what's best for you. And by, by following it, you're going to make choices that align with your true desires and values. Follow your heart, follow your heart. Well, you're gonna see on each one of these, the next slide is when I have that same phrase with a giant red mark through. I freely admit one of the favorite things I used to do as a teacher was the markup test, so I loved it. I would get the biggest red marker and I would just put these giant X's. I wanted, no matter how I returned the test, to almost have the red bleed through the page that could be shown. And some, I would do that primarily to people I knew. Some individuals may remember that back. One of them, I remember a good friend of mine was in the class, and so I took that marker. And I was doing this as I was marking through a wrong answer about that slope, so that the red had to be seen. Well, red means wrong, right, It often means wrong. So here, that's what we want it to mean. People say, follow your heart, but what did Jesus say? Matthew four nineteen. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Matthew eight twenty two. Follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. Matthew 9, 9. Jesus saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, to Matthew, follow me. And he rose and followed him. What does he mean? Don't follow your heart. Follow the pattern. Follow the example that Jesus has set for us. In other words, instead of listening to your heart to guide you, listen to Jesus to guide you with what we have been told in the New Testament. This one's so easy. When I thought of this one, I thought I really should have probably not even spent the time to read Follow Your Heart, Listen to Your Heart. Follow Jesus, not your heart. Because your heart can mislead you. So instead of following your heart, instead follow Jesus I didn't say these things were going to be complicated or hard to understand but it's I think it's gonna be pretty amazing we've heard every one of these things I suspect every one of them is pretty much needs a giant X over them leading through the page how about this one be true to yourself anybody heard that one some of us Be true to yourself. So being true to yourself means thinking and acting in ways that align with your own feelings and values rather than the values of others. I mean, just because someone believes that this is the way you ought to be and this is the way maybe your parents or friends or relatives have told you you need to be, be true to yourself. And if that means, again, I'll use the toothpick example, that just continue to be your toothpick design maker so go ahead and do it you know maybe you can eat toothpicks at some point I don't know right be true to yourself so if you're living true to yourself you're going to feel confident in your identity who you are and that you're pursuing goals that you know will lead to your own happiness be true to yourself I know you're very grateful at this point that I don't have a song to sing (laughs) on this one like I did on the first one. Be true to yourself. What's gonna happen on the next thing that shows up on the slide? X, be true to yourself. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24, Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Being true to ourselves is not what Jesus is saying. In fact, Jesus specifically says you may need to deny yourself. Deny what your heart tells you. Deny what you're being told from the inside. Forget that. And again, follow Jesus. Psalm 3123. Love the Lord, all his faithful people. The Lord preserves those who are true to him. But the proud he pays back in full. Rather than being true to yourself, let's be true to God. What does that mean? That means seeking what God wants from us. Seeking to become the kind of people God wants us to be. That means putting God first. That means putting others second and ourselves last. Boom. Ourselves last. Be true to God. Do not be true to yourself. And the third place similar kind of phrasing here you probably can predict maybe the next three we're going to hear are going to be kind of familiar believe in yourself i always remember this one from watching american idol a music show in the past people believed in themselves that they were the next great american singer and sometimes they <coughs> would seemingly fall off the walls when the people were singing because all they'd ever heard was praise from mama well We all love our mamas, but they're biased. They are not objective observers. You're not going to get a job by carrying in a recommendation letter from your mom. right? It doesn't work that way. So believe in yourself has to have some reality behind it. What believe in yourself means is being able to trust yourself to do what you say you'll do, knowing that these efforts are going to result in the desired outcomes. Believe in yourself. You can do it. It means ultimately you can trust that you can handle anything that comes your way. I can do it. Self-empowerment. I can do it. Mistakes or failures are not something designed to correct your path, correct your action, change your direction. They're simply lessons that will help you elevate where you are. Believe in yourself. What do you think is going to be at the top of the next slide? (laughs) X. It's not that you should disbelieve in yourself, but that's not where the focus ought to be. John eleven twenty five. 25, Jesus said to her, speaking to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Much, much rather than believing in yourself, we need to believe in Jesus. We need to have our faith, hope, and trust in Jesus because in Christ alone our hope is found. Same chat, situation here John 12 46 Jesus said I have come into the world as light and whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. If I'm simply focusing on believing in myself I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I may very well still be in darkness and have no clue that I am in darkness. So rather than believing in yourself in the third place, believe in Jesus instead. <clears throat> What's the fourth one? <clears throat> live your truth. Live your truth. And usually this is said many times when you're confronting somebody or somebody's confronting you. You say, when well, you live your truth, and what will it say? I'll live mine. In other words, don't try to correct me. Don't try to tell me that what I'm doing is in any way not right. You. I'm going to live my truth. Live your truth. Generally, means being authentic and true to yourself in all aspects. Embracing your true thoughts, your true feelings, your true beliefs, and aligning your actions with what your heart has told you. (laughs) Live your truth. And you notice right there, it's a small T for truth. Because your truth may be different than your truth, different than your truth, your truth, your truth. Nobody has capital T, truth. So live what, in accordance with what, what seems true to you. And as well, it very well assumes that we do not all have the same truth. Otherwise, we'd all be doing the same thing, right? So you live your truth and I'll live mine. So don't come telling me I need to change. What's going to be at the top of the next slide? What do you think? I'm, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm looking at you. Don't look at me. Look at me. might go back there. What's going to be at the top of the next slide? Can we all say? What's okay. going to happen? Let's do our arm motion here. What's going to be at the top of the next slide? I like red not Instead of living your truth, how about John 14, 6? Jesus said to him, I am the way. And in the same structure of the sentence, he's saying, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Rather than living your truth, rather than me living my truth, I need to live truth as it was expressed in Jesus as he walked the earth. Truth came with Jesus as he walked the earth. Back in the Gospel of John, chapter one, verse 17, The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I've often thought that the translation should have put a capital T here when Jesus is speaking of truth because there is one truth. And Jesus came to show us the truth. If I have a truth in me, if I call it a truth in me, that's different than truth that Jesus brought the mistake is in me so my truth certainly needs to be a lowercase t unless it's actually following the one who was truth walking the earth so instead of live your truth live a life focused on God's truth the Word of God now how does that play out right Well, my truth may be to be selfish. Apparently, some people believe that's their truth. They live unconcerned about what happens to others. They simply focus on themselves. We all have seen people that the three most important individuals in the world to them are me, myself, and I. They don't care about anybody else. If you tell somebody to live your truth, that may be their truth. And so there's no change that will come to those people. Jesus came and said each of these things we've seen so far because he was the truth. And he wants me to change my life and to follow him. I know I'm saying pretty much the same thing each time after we do the X, but that's because the truth is consistent and we are misguided if we follow something else. Live our lives focused on God's truth. Jesus, who walked the earth, brought that truth to you and me. How about this one? Well, as long as you are happy, right? Sometimes people will say, well, God would want me to be happy. And they say that when they're deciding to do something that somebody's trying to tell them to stop doing. Well, God would want me to be happy, so what does it matter if I'm living with ten women? Or God would want me to be happy, so I need to keep doing whatever I want to do. I mean, after all, as long as you're happy. Well, do what you find interesting and inspiring to you. Do what you find that brings you enjoyment. Do what you find that brings you happiness. People who do things that they like more often have a positive feeling than those who do something they dislike. Think of something you dislike doing. Right? Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe yours is taking out the trash. I don't know. I mean, maybe somebody really hates cleaning. Maybe somebody hates making something, you know, a bed or you know, I don't know, right? There are a lot of things we don't like. Sometimes at a job, you have to do a self-assessment if you've done one of those. You tell me, the boss says, how you think you've done it. I hate those things. It's not something I like. Doing it doesn't make me feel happy. As long as I'm happy would suggest, oh well, I'm not going to do that, even though you told me to, because the priority here is for me to be happy, right? It also means it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks or does. It's not as long as we are happy, as long as the majority of people are happy, it's as long as you, as long as I am happy. So the philosophy here says. You being happy should come above everything else, as long as you're happy. Top of the next slide is going to have what? And it's such a foreign idea of that our happiness here and now should be the goal. It's a foreign idea to what the Bible says. Luke 9 25. What does it profit a man, what does it profit a woman if he or she gains the whole and loses or forfeits himself. Some translations say, loses your soul, lose your soul. Gaining the whole world, the richest person times a thousand. What good is that? If you end up losing what makes you you, if you lose the opportunity to experience true happiness, it's a rhetorical question because it doesn't profit. To be happy, here and now, is not the goal. You know, to an extent, you've seen bumper stickers. that were popular 10, 15 years ago. The one that dies with the most what? It's money. Well, money, or the bumper sticker said the one that dies with the most toys wins. Yeah. Maybe money is a toy. Maybe it's little action figures. Maybe it's uh, stickers you have, I mean, what? You have died? <laughs> Focusing on yourself, gathering things in, it sounds a lot like the rich fool to me. The one that dies with the fullest barns wins, not according to God. Look at Psalm 68 3. The righteous are glad and rejoice in His presence, God's presence. They are happy and shout for joy. As long as you're happy, well, where should we be happy? The psalmist would say, those who are in his, God's presence. Well, here's a hint. Yeah, okay, we are certainly in God's presence here this morning. We gather together, and where two or three or more are gathered together, Jesus said, I'm there in the middle of you, but he is never far away from you at all. Because Paul would say, in him, we live and move and have our being. We are always in God's presence. And so I would take the Psalm 68 verse 3 statement to mean we should be happy because we are always in God's presence. As long as you're happy doesn't mean doing what I want to do. It means focusing on the reality that we are in God's presence and should be living for Him. Psalm 144 15 Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Does that really describe you and me? Do I have a reputation as a grinch? Do I have a reputation of being somber or grumpy? Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. The righteous are glad and rejoice in his presence. God wants us to be happy in His presence. God wants us to be happy when He is our God. And chasing after the temporary things here and now is like stuffing your barns, dying, and then whose will these things be? God calls that person a fool. So instead of as long as you are happy, happiness comes from being one of God's people. One of God's people. Do you notice the difference between the things Jesus said versus the things he didn't say? Follow your heart. Be true to yourself. Believe in yourself. Live your truth as long as you are happy. The focus of our lives should be on God, not ourselves. That's the reason these things are misguided. It's not that God wants people to be miserable. It's not that God wants people to sit around, you know, crying and screaming and just desolate all the time. Not at all. But the physical world calls each of us. And the suggestion is, is that it can make us happy. If we are doing what we like, if we're enjoying things that make us happy, happy, it's all a focus on me. Focusing on me is not going to lead to happiness. Instead of focusing on ourselves, our, the focus of our lives should be on God. Look at Jeremiah 29, verse 11. God speaking here says, I know the plans I have for you. Is the quarters of the plans for peace to give you a future filled with hope. No matter what's happening right now in our lives, no matter what challenge we may face, no matter how hard something may seem, God is speaking this verse to each of us every single day. In fact, maybe this will be next year's resolution, next year's theme. Every morning when we wake up, I wish we could hear the voice of God saying this. I wish this verse would come to mind. When we wake up, God will say every day, because it's true, he wants this for us every day. He wants us to know that he has the plans for us. What plans? Plans for peace, give you a future filled with hope. If that future never happens here and now, there's still that future that he has and plans for us to have a future filled with hope when we are immersed in God's love in the hereafter. So to close today, God wants you to come home to him. Quit trying to find happiness focusing on the things of the world, focusing on ourselves. Coming home to God today becoming one of his people if you're not already or turning your life so it's aimed toward God putting God first others second and ourselves last that's the only real path that will lead toward happiness if there's anything we can do for you today if you have something that you would like to be, us to pray with you about you need to become a member of God's family this is your opportunity take that first step for real happiness right now as we stand in sing.